Hi, Kendra. Hi, how are you? Good. I guess we just uh, had a little hiccup there, but it's, it's all good because we're it is able... all good. It is all good. We we all have hiccups in life, and <laughs> and we have to move on, and we just have to be like, lay it on me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So this will be preface it. This is Fam Electric Ghost, and our guest tonight is Kendra Erica. She's a top ten Billboard artist, and we talked to her a year ago on our other platform on Spearman, but now we've moved to Anchor, and uh, you've got a lot of new material that's out there, and we're going to talk about what you've been working on and anything you want to tell your fans about. But uh, we're glad to have you on this platform, and we did talk to you like a year ago, but. Yeah, we'd like you to maybe talk about where you are now, your latest projects, and the things that you're working on. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you again for having me. That I, I always love talking to you because I think, you know, we we share many different um, outlooks on on the music industry and where the world is. So, um, but in in light of that, I um, I have a new single coming out actually uh, through Global. Uh, Global Records is going to be releasing it very, very soon uh, to like so many countries worldwide. It's it's gonna it's it's just such a great opportunity and one that I'm really grateful of. Um, and the song is called "Laid on Me," <laughs> hence why I said "Laid on Me," <laughs> you know, just a couple minutes ago. And and you know that song is just is 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 a song that just talks about you know like to to stop the, the the victimization of our society because our society has become so soft nowadays with with like social media just becoming you know a, a breeding ground for opinions and for judgment and everything like that um but at the same time like we've become so desensitized but at the same time we we've become very sensitive from it and so i i really just wanted to to break that mold if you will of of just saying you know whatever challenge comes your way, just lay it on me. Like I, like we're, we can't all be uh, victims that need coddling, you know, cause that just doesn't move, move us forward. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. I, I totally understand where we are because there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things going on in, in the world and, you know, there's bullying and people get into that and there's all kinds of other things that happen on the net with people, you know, like, you know, harassing people or doing things. Out, out, of, out of step but you gotta take charge of your yourself and not get pushed around by other people you know you gotta have your dreams have what you want to do don't let other people detract or distract you from where you're going so I, I i i totally get that yeah and i um and i just really wanted to make a song like that because you know there there's so many there's so many uh like really cool songs out there right now but i feel like the messages are not as as not as uh, chiseled and as fine tuned as they can be to be of you know an inspiration to people. You know, it's just basically it's it's like selfish songwriting. It's just like talking about your yourself all the time, where like you could be talking about like larger topics and and broader scope topics to really to really reach you know a, a number of people. And yes, like if you're not trying to be a role model, if you're not trying to be anything like that. Um, I, I completely under, I completely understand that, but you know, there, there's, there's responsibility that comes with, uh, being a figure and being an artist and being, you know, well-known in the public eye, you have that responsibility. And, and if you, 
use our platform for for a greater good then i feel like you know everything comes back in full circle for not not only for you but just for just for like the 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 overall you know consensus of what what what's going on in your life yeah i think there has been some um kind of focusing in in the industry and some musical genres that is totally kind of self-absorbed egotism and it's kind of pushed as being you know hip or cool or that's what you should do and yeah you know there's there's a whole lot of lot of power or people wanting to go that way and feeling that that's how they you know they gain their self-confidence by being like a braggart and you know i guess it's a style if you really maybe if you think about where it's coming from sometimes maybe that's not really who they are and they're trying to be that but still people hear that and maybe it's not the best thing for kids to hear (laughs) you know or young people to hear as the best influence compared to like listening to a lennon mccartney song or listening to like you know old 60s songs that talk about social issues you know if you think about teddy pettigrass you know singing you know about about you know you know wake up everybody you know where where are songs where are songs like that yeah. you know yeah and it just it, it was it was in a more uh socially redeeming place um so and and I think like especially social media and and the gram as we call it has has trained everyone to be an to be a um a, a narcissist yeah. in a way you know it's 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 been training everyone to to just focus like inward um and and that's great but but being an artist means and for and first of all like a lot of them don't even write any of their own materials yeah. so i i pride myself on, on being a songwriter actually and, and being and doing the legwork and you know pulling um pulling my my weight through the uh, the project um and i i just appreciate like whenever i want to write a song that's reflective and and looking inward or having like an introspect or whatever i always want to make sure that i am saying it in a, in a very poetic and universally appealing way and and something and something that you know uh you know shifts the the plates if you will like that that makes moves and and you know creates creates you know vibrations for for movements to to happen and progress to happen so on lay lay it on me i actually see it i have out my spotify um and i see it out there so it's out there on spotify right now and um yes and, it uh, is i see um yeah you have a remix also available uh natalie rico remix but the original version maybe you could talk about like how how you how long did it take you to like like draft this song was it sitting around or was it something that you had a concept and it happened quickly like can you tell us a little back background on on developing the song yeah of course well um you know going going into it i i was working with a a new producer many maharas who is now basically you know spearheading um a lot of you know my progress as as an artist right now um and so I was introduced to, to him at, at first and then going into the, the studio with, uh, with three other, you know, songwriters and, um, and I was just like, you know, filing through, through the, the tracks that he had on, on, in his, uh, database and, and the, uh, the, the track that is, 
the um like the the foundation for laid on me that's the one that we that we all kind of kind of you know consensually uh agreed to that it just had this this uh this really like unique and groundbreaking song uh or sound and then from from there just having meaningful conversations with um with you know the the team of songwriters and everything like that uh that's just how the the song you know came came to be you know and i and i and i kept on melodically playing around with the with the title laid on me laid on me and laurel she was one of the songwriters she's amazing by the way like she's fantastic to work with um she was like laid on me laid on me and she and she was like how about that's your 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 hook or your your title and 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 i was like huh that's actually phenomenal and so then we just moved forward with with that um so like it was it was just me like in, innately and in, and in, in intuitively just putting that that title out there and then she basically like confirmed it which was you know incredible and then from 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 then on, then we just started uh, the the whole process, and and it was really funny because a lot of my my ideas that I was putting forth in into the session, like everyone was like, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that was just a, a really a really um, that was a really special moment for me to just to be to have that sort of artistic validation that I that I, I do see the world from a different set of eyes and that I am, I am, you know, just like willfully wanting to put something, something more profound out there. Yeah. So, I mean, so when you were writing, you're writing with like um, a couple co co-songwriters and other musicians in the session. So you had like a, the basic tracks that you used to, to be the basis of the song. And then did you, are you primarily working on the lyrics or do you help with the melodies and the other layering? Did you have opinions about how it went, how, how it was developed? Yeah, well, I had, um, you know, in doing, uh, in doing several vocal passes between all of us, Don, we began to piece together the, um, the, the most suitable ones that, that helped with the, the flow of the song. And, um, and then that's how it all just like pieced together, you know. It became sort of like this, like, it's like so did, did it happen in like <laughs> multiple sessions over like a couple of weeks, or was it something that happened in a couple of days? It it, it was a one night session. Actually, it it lasted from about like I want to say like it 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 was only like three. Well, that's like that's three that's hours. Interesting, because sometimes like you and know then, songs either come together like that really quickly or they kind of you know sometimes songwriters take like months and they go on and on trying to you know kind of in a tortured effort and then sometimes it's like really clean and it just just you know it just it, it, it just materializes from from a collaboration pretty quick so it sounds like that your this this song kind of seemed to come together pretty quick Yeah. And, and I think that, and I think that, you know, each, 
like each song has its own uh developmental process but the ones that come together like so quickly usually are are the ones that that are like yeah. meant to be you know because it, it's like this whole this whole um energy ball that's just like so intact and so and so fierce that it it it, and then it just gets sent down the the bowling alley yeah. and knocked down all these things. So pins, I, I'm you know? always a big proponent because I'm you know I'm a musician, but I, I I always like doing recording sessions, live musicians when I have the opportunity to collaborate. Um, but but in some cases that like, you don't get to play with people live, you got like a tape or something that somebody already did, or it's on the computer and people over overdub and and then they they go back and forth. But it sounds like in this session you were able to kind of just work it out within you know a couple hours, and that's that's interesting because that's kind of like old school recording in the seventies. A lot of bands would would you know just sit there in the studio and just like like just like get it going and just feel something and then do it. And that and a lot of times today it's like you're not able to do that because you have like long distance collaborations. <laughs> yeah. But I, um, I, I was just like really, um, you know, everything was just like, it just, everything was, uh, was like a trending, you know, affirmation for me that I, that I am, you know, going down the, the right path with, with my, with my music and everything like that. And I just hope that it, it, it and I know that it will. I, I'm I'm learning to like lose the word hope and and replacing yeah. it with the word no and well I've and seen believe. You, you over time like you you were uh, attending a lot of big events and I think you you've been interviewed on you know, some pretty big shows um, and it, it seems like you're really gaining a lot of traction in your career since the last time I talked to you you you're really heating up um, on what from what I've seen on your presence out there. Um, so it's it's really encouraging to see it. You know, you're really making a lot of forward progress. Uh, well, I I really appreciate that uh, a lot, and you know I'm I just want to continue the momentum. And you know, with that being said, I ha- I actually have a, a new a new track dropping on 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 Friday. It's called. It's a. It's actually a remake of an old song. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. So you are, was listening to it. It's like I remember and... that song from back in the day. I'm kind of showing my age, but yeah. but yeah, I was around oh, when it came out. Well, well uh, <laughs> age is just a number. That's what I'm learning. I just turned 25, and you know, society makes you feel old that you're, you know, past that you're not like that you're not pedophile, <laughs> you know. Well, <laughs> Especially. Especially satirically tying in with the whole Me Too and all that and everything that's been going on, but um, I digress. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've always just been a, a really big fan of, of that, of, of that song itself, wow. and um, and it was just amazing because, because actually, uh, and funny enough, and this is like perfect timing. It's crazy, but. Uh, uh, the American Crime Story Versace series uh, just got an, an award for uh, the best lead actor that went to Darren Chris, who portrayed Ar- Andrew Cunanan, and, you know, the uh, the uh, the narcissistical, like, um, beautiful mm. serial kill- killer. Um, and in one of the iconic scenes in that in in that in that show, Laura Brennigan's version of self-control is playing. 
And I just remember watching that because I was working on the vocals of, of, of the track or it was just mm-hmm. coming together at, at that time. Just watching that and being like, <laughs> holy shit. So I was wondering, like, so, that, so like, how did you like come to like pick a Laura Branigan song like that? I mean, because I'm 50, I'm in my 50s and I remember when it came out, you know, I was a kid watching MTV and seeing it come out. Um, and uh like why? What? What was that? The moment that you got into it, but you or you already into this song from before? Oh, I had been, um, you know, it, with my local shows here, I had been performing that. Like that. That was always the. Um, that was always like the the most reoccurring. Oh, cover! Song you were always would, covered you know, it live. My, that. Yeah, and and I always loved performing. It has such a great energy and. I was just like, I want to do a deep mm-hmm. house version of this. Like, I would be, I would be stupid to not. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, and then I just, I went ahead and I made the executive decision to, to redo it. And with, with like this instinctive, you know, this, this artistic instinct coming out, being like, this is like meant to be, <laughs> you know, this is like in perfect timing, and and also it just has that it just had that potential and to be to you know to be remade into something more like new age where where like our or our generation or this generation yeah. can, can relate to it because it, it does have that 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 um, yeah well, it's that kind of like, a, like a lot of the electronic music today is kind of based on some of the old uh, new wave new romantic kind of you know eighties nineties kind of pop uh you know if you if you go and look at what's going on from a technical perspective because I'm a keyboard player, a lot of the synthesizers that were like not around uh, anymore have all come back like mo has come back to life profit has come back to life all the 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 key instruments that were used to create these kind of sound these kind of albums are are back, and there's a lot of musicians around the world that are using them to great effect and they're finding that, you know, there was something about the way the song craft w- that was done with these type of instruments. And I think there's a lot of songwriters like using this, these, um, these new synths that have br- been brought back to bring back this, you know, song craft using these type of electronic, you know, tools. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm a big proponent of them, but <laughs> I'm always telling, you know, like younger musicians that if you can get a Moog and play a Moog, you'll actually create something really great. If you get like a profit or something, it just gives you the ability to create something without sampling. Not that sampling's not bad and not that going and doing something in a DAW is a bad thing, but if you actually take a real instrument and try to craft something, uh, it tends to help your songwriting come up with something that is more cohesive, um, in my opinion, but you know, I'm kind of I'm old school. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, mad respect to old school. I mean, you guys have basically pioneered the, the, the way for, yeah. for this generation. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I embrace like all technologies, but, you know, bringing so, back keyboards is my big thing. I'm always pushing it. And that's a really awesome, like, synth song, I mean, or, or song that used a lot of synthesizers at the time. Um, and it's cool to see you take a new take at it with the new type of technology that's out here and a new style. And it, it yeah, I actually have the ability that I could play some of these songs, but I'm not sure with your licensing if you're allowed to play them. 
but you know, I could actually play, lay it on me or self-control if, if you wanted me to. Oh, I mean, I would, I would love to hear what you, what you have, um, you know, what you can come up with. I would just, I would love that actually. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get I'm saying that, yeah, I could actually get into that in that way, but I, was, I, I on this program, I could actually include it right now if you wanted me to play one of those songs. But yeah, as a musician, I could like, take a take on it. But you know, um, yeah, I was just wondering, would you want people to hear that as part of this broadcast? Because I get to play your track, Lay It On Me, or I could play Self Control as part of this show right now if you wanted. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Go yeah. right ahead. Yeah, so yeah, just, uh, like, and I do I just want to maybe stay away from the mic and, and then come back when you hear me ask for you to come back. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play okay. the first song we talked about, Lay It On Me. I'm going to play that first, and and then that we can talk about it okay. more after I play it. All right, here I go. Oh, sorry, self-control. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sorry, that was um your actual self-control song. I had it queued up ahead of the other one. <laughs> but, but um Yeah, but it's I, I like the, the, the drum um percussion on it, which is different than the original, but you still have the, the, the it's a really awesome cover and you still feel like what the Laura Branigan song was. You you still feel it, but you just have a more modern take on it. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's very yeah. familiar because you can still hear the core song. It's just that either you change the beat and the, you, know, you put different emphasis on different instruments. But um, yeah, it, I like it. I think it's really good. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just really cool <laughs> because you know that's kind of from the time period when people would, like wrote songs. Because um, sometimes there are songs today that really, I don't know if they're exactly songs. They're more like anthems. Um, and are more like, yeah. I, I think I think I think um, I think anthems is being too generous. I think I think it's um I think it's more it's more it's more like jingles, like marketing jingles to to market a persona. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, I, yeah, that that is that is actually more clear uh, a, a description of what's going on today because you know it's the kind of, I, I'm I'm in the underground, so you know I'm in the indie like electronic underground. Where you know bands, we're, we're what I'd like to do is try to do kind of very old school college radio level stuff, um, where you know there's a lot of experimentation, and it's not trying to be in the top ten at all. You know, I'm kind of in that zone where I'm living in that place, uh, but I'm living with the guys who still want to play. You know, they want to play guitar, they want to play bass, they want to play drums, they want to play keyboards. They don't, they want to actually go out to a club and actually play real instruments. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a different scene than the kids coming in with the laptop. Um, and, you know, you, you can be a musician on a laptop. I'm not putting it down. But there's something about playing live instruments that, you know, is, is you know, I'm always going to put that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cool to have, have you take on a song when people still had song craft. You know, that's. Yeah. And, and it's consistent with what you're doing on your yeah. new song. Uh, lay it on me because then you have that kind of song craft going on there so it's like it bookends that one really well too yeah well i i appreciate that man <laughs> thanks <laughs> well yeah i'm always i'm always out there you know kind of like prince used to say you know real music by real musicians and he used to say that all the time and he he was kind of like alone in that and sometimes you know because the world was changing from the time he was at his heyday you know that there was less appreciation for the kind of thing he was trying to do um, compared to what he had done in the 80s. Um, but I think people are really starting to appreciate his, his, you know, his legacy. I think people are really feeling it all the time. But um, yeah, I'm totally you know, that type of guy that's into that level of uh, composition. <laughs> it, as, a, as am I, as am I. I mean, that's, that's where... That's where I feel anyone can really creatively and and you know uh, 
you know, just all around, that's where they can get the most strength is from writing and from, and from, you know, actually crafting your own, your, your own music and your own message so that you can be on a relatable level. Um, instead of having this, like this, like peacock syndrome, I, yeah. I call it like the, like the Kardashian mold, you know, like you're, you're just, you're just a persona that everyone likes to, to look at. But no one can really relate. Yeah, to everybody it. <laughs> trying to out rooster or peacock everybody. You know, there's just like it's a little too too much bravado and not enough like realness. You know, to it. It's like there's something about the age where you had you know people that really believed. You know, and you could feel it. Like if you go back to like a guy, like you know, maybe a lot of times like Bono gets ridiculed today, but Bono when he when U two first came out. He was a real core believer in what he was doing. And when the first U2 albums came out, they didn't even really know how to play yet. They were still like very young, learning how to play. And Edge created his own style because they believed in what they were doing. And you can kind of feel the passion in what U2 does. You know, if you go back and look at them, the reason they were able to kind of go where they went, they're very passionate about what they were doing. They, they, they believe in it. And I think that's that's a real core thing. It's like I don't know what some of these new artists would believe in. Yeah. <laughs> that that's kind of like what Yeah, it's it's um Yeah, it's it's sort it's sort of like they, they believe in, in, in a short sighted in like in like a short sighted way, but at the at the same time, I mean, like art reflects society, but like I don't know where society's going. So how can yeah? Because I think if people have lost where, the belief, where art is like, really taking in, in, us, like the concept <laughs> of trying to be honest, you know, like you know, artists trying to show their, their, you know, something. To me, like a song, you're trying to say something other than just your own self, you know, and you know, self gratification. Um, if, if you're trying to say a message, you're trying to talk about some social issue, even if you're, you're kind of introspective, but what you're introspective about is universal. You know, so if you think about Carol King, she was able to talk a lot about things going on in her life, but she created songs that were very universal, that, that everybody could feel that. And a songwriter, if they talk about their own pain, they can actually make it relatable. So even though it's personal, it actually... They're showing something of themselves and then everybody can find something that's similar that's happened to them. And I think that is a really good, you know, example of songcraft that that can be you know, we're we're looking for people like that. Where's the next Carol King? You know, where's the next Karen Carpenter? You know, that's you know, you're you're going in that direction of songcraft, but a lot of people aren't, you know, so that's that's really cool. That you understand that you're in you're in that space to, to develop as a songwriter, you know, to to say something, you know, to, to want to have a message. Yeah. Ultimately. Oh, did I lose you? You still there? I think I lost you a little bit. No, no, I said like it needs to be brought back to a place of headspace yeah, instead definitely. of ego space. I think that's what's <laughs> lacking in a lot of music. You know, I find in sometimes in in the in the indie indie world, there there are people that are 
really putting their heart and soul into it because they, they do music because they love music. Not that they necessarily, not that you don't want to make a profit, but some people are just driven because they have a voice and they want to go out there and they keep on plugging away at it. And eventually they, they, their audience finds them and they start building up, building up a rep. And, and, you know, there are artists doing that. And that's the way I do on the show. I try to find a lot of different indie artists that I think need attention um, because, you know, they just need people to hear them. And I, I just feel like I'm a songwriter, but I'm a fan of music. And I like to give, you know, bands an opportunity to do this where, you know, a lot of places don't do this anymore. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm glad you came on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm happy. I'm happy to uh, to be yeah, here. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool that I was able to get you again, and it's, it's it's really nice to be able to directly, you know, communicate with an artist, um, and and you know, your caliber can be really moving, and it's um, I appreciate that you were able to, you know, to come on the show, and 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 we we're able to play your latest track. Um, we could actually play, uh, lay it on me if you want. Um, I'm just trying to cue it up. Um, do, you, do you want me to play that and then we can talk about it more? Or do you? Okay, sure, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, let me get to it. Okay, I want to make sure I get on it. Okay. Okay, I got it queued up. And just hold a second. Let's get it set up. And then we're going to play Kendra Erica's latest song, Lay It On Me. We had just talked about it. And now we're going to play it if I can get myself set up correctly. When it's good keep it raw and leave the seeds and truth kills. Don't forget that time is healing focus. Kaleidoscope of future meaning. I'm not afraid to see what's coming through me. I can only be just one. No time left to waste. Light and dark in everyone. Written on their face. But I'm not the type to just let down. My voice ain't gonna be
that is tender erica and lay it on me it's an original composition i really i really like the synthesizers and the beat um yeah they're they're cool i was just listening it I, I, was, I was just listening to it um as you were playing it and i'm just like whenever i hear it there's always like something yeah, new in there there's a lot of good know? layering like, of, uh, a lot of keyboard parts and i, I like the voicoder there's some like voicoder like uh like um alteration of voicing uh in there it's a really cool cool drop like an edm like drop um but it's a song so you've got some edm electronica aspects of the song molded into like a pop song it's taking like electronica edm techniques um into it and i i, I like that it's pretty cool Oh, well, yay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, yeah, I'm so on the keyboard you. head. I'm, I got all my synths in front of me all the time. So when I hear that kind of layering in the in the level of stuff that's going on there, I always appreciate it, you know, because I'm always like, okay, well, I hear something there that's really interesting. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to hear. <laughs> like, I'm a big proponent of, like, again, of synthesizers and what they can be, what how they can be used in songs and how they can be kind of lead instruments. And this, this, uh, this song kind of, demonstrates how synthesizers can kind of be in the lead rather than a background kind of accompaniment um, way that they were used at sometimes. It's, it's cool to actually see them being in the forefront. So that's cool. Uh, well, I'm, I, I just love your, your insight, you know, cause, cause you definitely have that, that, that acoustic mindset and that's just really you know yeah. important <laughs> well you, you've hear. got a really awesome song here both of your song new songs are are really top notch and uh i'm glad we're able to, to put them out there for people to hear because it's cool to talk about a song but you know it's hard to talk about without actually hearing it and then when you hear it you know then you actually have a good reference to what you've been discussing so we try to to do that when we can um on the show so yeah i'm glad you that you um let me do that and it's i think it will help, help people understand you know what we're, we were talking about and uh yeah there's something about songwriting when it's done to actually serve the song um instead of the per persona which is what we've been talking about like you you know when you write a song it serves the song itself and not trying to serve some other purpose you know that's more marketing than actually yeah, yeah. like a, like a yeah. agenda yeah, like music like, Get back to the music. 
yeah. Get get back to the music. Uh, your stuff can yeah. wait. Yeah, you know the other I mean? stuff is maybe good to get get a lot of yeah. tips on social media, and that's kind of like the game today is to create controversy and create a to create. To create, yeah, a, to create um, the a hype. hype. <laughs> there have been hype men going back to the Beatles, you know. I mean, everybody, there was always hype in music, you know. But but at the end of the day, it's really the music. It always goes back to, to, really yeah, to the singer-songwriters. To it's always going to come back to singer-songwriters, no matter what the trends are. Singer-songwriters are always going to capture people's hearts, and that's what really music is about, in my opinion. It's like... Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, it's, it's something it's, it's been a long time coming and I, and I really want to bring, bring it back to a, um, uh, like an authentic place. You're definitely, you're, you're more than on that road. You're doing a lot of good work and you can see that. Um, so I'm real happy that, that we were able to talk again. I just want to give a little bit of information. Um, this show now is fan, fan supported, um, so people can subscribe to our show to help us interview artists around the world. And you know, you can you can contribute however you want to. It's on the Anchor app itself when you listen to us on Anchor, and that just helps us be able to interview as many people as possible. Um, we don't charge anybody for being interviewed. We just allow the fans that they like what they hear. They can subscribe to us and support us if they choose to support us on, on a monthly basis. So we just wanted to put that out there. But um, either way, if you don't, we're still out there. Um, but if you want to, it, it would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really yeah, appreciate no, no problem. That. But we're going to publish this tonight, and it will go out. Um, just for everybody to know, this this podcast will go out as a podcast onto Apple, Spotify, Radio Public, and a bunch, like maybe six or seven other big services. Um, and so it will be out there, and we'll send you the links. Uh, there are embed links that you can put onto your social media that you want to use. You can, you know, refer people to the Spotify or Apple version or the Anchor version. Beautiful. I can't wait to uh, to share it and to share our our, our very uh, our very profound conversation. Well, I'm looking forward to talking <laughs> to you again. You know, when you um, have any other projects, so just let me know, and uh, we stay in touch. You know, on social media. So I'm always looking at what you're doing out there, and uh, I thank you for coming on the show. And everybody should uh, go out there and uh, you know listen to Lay It On Me. Listen to yeah, self-control and listen to all the other great songs that Kendra Erica has put out there on all the services, you know, favorite her music, you know, subscribe to her, you know, let her know that you like it. Um, and, you know, I think that's every artist wants you to do that and, you know, just support the artist that you love by letting people know that, that you like a song, favorite the song, you know, tell other people about it. That's, that's how you, you help um, an artist, you know, keep on going. So thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, yeah, just we'll stay in touch. And um, and yeah, <laughs> so thank you. Okay. Well, have a great night. Goodbye. You as well. <laughs> this is Family Electric Ghost, and this is our continuing series of song deconstructions. 
We're talking about the song Wounded Room, A House Is Not Our Home. This is a collaboration that I did with Metaflow. Uh, You can see her on um, Instagram. She's the film director. And we were working on a project. Um, She had a script called Wounded Room. And um, I I reviewed it and I really thought that the script would work as a song. So I decided to... um, take the script that was really meant for a little short for a short film and turn it into a song and I made like a multiple versions of this song but this particular version of house is not a home I really like because I've I've been re- recently rediscovering um the kind of uh, neo punk band joy division and I was very um enamored with their guitar playing and their style which kind of is kind of pre-goth, pre-Nirvana, pre-Pearl Jam, pre-all the grunge movement, but it has a lot of elements of an industrial kind of Nine Inch Nails sound. And there are other bands that, you know, that that took their sound, like Joy Division. Uh, you know, in today's world, we get Carsey Headdress has taken some of their style uh, and, and used it in some of their, their albums. And any kind of proto-punk band, any kind of band doing any kind of modern punk uh, can can kind of feel Joy Division a lot. And I decided to kind of put that kind of feel to this song. But I use synths to do that. I don't play guitar. But I'm able to use my Rollins to create that guitar sound. And um, the drum beat is coming from the really awesome analog drum machine, the drummer from another mother from Moog. <clears throat> and I use this drum machine a lot. And it, is, it does have limitations. It's only an eight-step machine. You can't save patches. Um, like I said, it's only eight steps. So you have to be inventive to cre- use it to, um, you know, do more than eight steps. You have to keep on, you know, changing the dials on it. Or you need to buy multiple um, DFAMs and stack them and then use them to kind of create alternative um, patterns. But I find that if you just take a, a DFAM and play the filters like you can on any Moog, um, play with the, the actual controls on the synth itself, you can get a lot of alternating patterns just by doing that. You can trigger some alternating patterns by linking it through CV to other devices and then using the triggers to do that as well. And it is, it is a very awesome synth and it doesn't just do um, bass, um, uh, drum or bass tones. It can do a lot of co- cool things I've found it to be a very useful tool. On top of that, <coughs> excuse me, I have my little under the weather. Uh, I got a cold, but um, there's um, some other things I've I've done in this song where I've used the math utility module for make noise to affect the sounds. Um, I'm using a stereo uh, studio electronics microphone, going through an MX1 mixer, using some effects there. Um, I'm using also the vocal transformer from Roland to create the Josephine electric voice. And there's a lot of things you can do with that. Uh, it's just the, the the tendency I have is to kind of do everything in this hardware workflow where I have a lot of choices, a lot of controls in front of me, a lot of knob per function type of controls that allow you to have, you know, a lot of control, a lot of choices to make in terms of what the sound is going to be like. So you're like a painter. Like I, 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 I 
like what Hendrix said about this, I've said this before, but you know, he talked about Electric Ladyland and being a sound painting. And a lot of what the ghost does, we do a lot of sound paintings. We take a lot of the tools we have, the knob per function sense that we have, and use those dials and controls to be like palettes um, that artists would do with, with a painting. And we, we call it sonic painting because we're able to create a, a landscape of sound that has that depth. And we, we try to play with our sense to create these visions. And what's cool with this song um, is that we work with a film director to, that we took a script. And so it's very cinematic in terms of what the content is. You can kind of picture the scene, which we've always wanted to be able to do um, as lyricists ourselves, but we think Metaflow did a really awesome job with that. And we, we, we found that that was a real core part of this collaboration. We've done collaborations with a lot of artists um, recently, you know, in the last two years. We collaborated with um, Lonnie Claire in New York City, uh, All Control K in Los Angeles, DJ Squash Kid. We're hoping to do some stuff with uh, some work with uh, Heritage out of Bermuda. Um, and we're also looking to, to work with some other folks that we've talked to on Spearman and we've talked to on Anchor. Uh, just doing some housekeeping. <clears throat> we are now fan supported. So you can you know choose to support us uh, at a dollar, uh, $4.99 or $10.99 or $9.99. And that would get you exclusive wave and MP3 files from the ghost that we would send to you if you provide us information on how to send it to you. And we also will give you information on if, when we're going to play shows. Most of the time it would be in the Northeast. Um, and when we do shows on Facebook Live, which you'd be able to see anytime. And uh, releases that we put out on all the streaming services. And anybody that subscribes will be able to get songs that we put on streaming services. Uh, if you're not on the service, we'll give you the direct download link or a direct wave or MP3 file. We are going to use these funds to continue our um, conversation with indie artists around the world, which we do um, every month, two to three um, interviews with bands from all around the world. We just interviewed Kendra Erica, a top 10 Billboard star. Um, this week, and we're we're looking forward to uh, doing an interview with Christina Passion in October, and we we continue to do interviews with multiple art, multiple types of art, all kinds of artists in multiple genres, and we're also looking into doing um, product reviews. We're very interested in uh, getting a Theravox, uh, which is a really awesome new, uh, synth that's based on an old French design. Uh, it is not a typical synth. It, it has a lot to do with more of a string instrument. It actually has a string that goes across the length of a keyboard that's not a functioning keyboard. It has the indentations in metal of what would be a keyboard, but there's this string that there's a, there's a, a finger um, controller that you put your finger through this... Um, this control that goes across the length of the string, and that's how you actually, um, you know, control the notes on this thing and the pedals as well, and other pressure sensitive devices. It seems to act like a pedal steel synthesizer, is the best way I can describe it. And it creates, you know, Pink Floyd, very 
and um, blues like soloing, which, you know, being the kind of synthesis I am, I'm always looking for guitar focused synths. And this would be another guitar type of synth that would give me capabilities in my workflow, which I think would be really cool to have um, because it's, um, it's part of what the ghost has always done is try to bring guitar sounds, kind of a frustrated guitar player into our, our, our music. And this device would be really interesting. So I reached out to the manufacturer and trying to see if I can get them to give me one for review purposes and to also put into a song that I would develop a song and then put it out. And that would be really cool. So, you know, we'll send this their way again that we're very interested in doing that. And Wounded Room, you know, is, has some really interesting guitar solos that I did on my Juno GI. Um, that I... I, I, I I have been, you know, a big, big proponent of trying to put synths out in the front rather than being accompaniment kind of background instruments. And this this song is kind of an example of that technique. And I think the lyrics being very cinematic go with the idea of the sound painting. And um, it's just the overall concept of expansive sound experiments is to try to go as deep as we can in, in crossing genres and doing all types of things with music that push it forward as much as we can. Um, and so that's what we try to do. And we try to talk to artists around the world and see what they're doing. And that helps us as an artist ourselves because the more we talk to other artists, even though we're in our internet, the womb here, and we're, we, you know, we're all isolated, but when we reach out and we actually talk to artists and we get the understanding of where they're coming from. Kind of like what I'm talking about now. I'm talking about my process just as, you know, the ghost. But when I talk to another artist, I get to bring that process to everybody else. I get to reveal, um, you know, what they do in their music. A lot of people interview artists and they ask them about their personal life. We never do that. We don't get into that. You know, if they want to talk about how that affects their art, we talk about that. But we don't get into who their significant others are or any controversies or anything they're talking about that would be a typical social media kind of interview. We want to talk about the music. That's what we're about. We're all about the music. And if you want to listen to uh, uh, an interview where you get to find out how an artist does what they do and how they create, that's what we're about. So we're really um, hoping that you want to join us and help us out check out the the link to support us if you want to join this um this whole um movement and and be a co-host uh on the show send us a voice 